BP Nation, what is up, guys? We are back on the podcast. Ash and I are sitting down once again. It's the dynamic duo, the dream team, and we are coming at you today to tell you the shit that you still don't know about our relationship. A few weeks back, we released an episode that was called What You Don't Know About Our Relationship, and it was all of the struggles and the darker seasons that we've gone through as we've built this business together and how that's impacted our relationship and how we're navigating those waters. Well, even though it was a great episode in retrospect and we received a ton of DMs and text messages of folks supporting us and thanking us for opening up, it was also kind of a downer episode, right? Unless some people asking like, are we okay? Yes, we are 100% okay. We're in a great place. And there are a lot of amazing things that happen inside of our relationship. So we thought we'd pull back the curtains, let down the guard one more time and open up our personal life to you and how we go about our day to day. And what are the pillars and the tenets that really you know, steer us and help us with navigating not only life, but decisions within the relationship and the business and how that all weaves and molds together, as well as just some fun shit, uh, you know, pet peeves, some things that we do in private that we never do in public. So really just opening up our personal life to all of you so that you can get a better understanding of who we are and know for certain that we are in a good place and it's not all dark and gloomy over here at Ballistic HQ. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is episode number 77. I'm here with Ash. We are on a recording streak. So guess what? I got no updates for you because nothing <laughs> has changed in the last five minutes because we literally just finished recording episode 76. This is 77. We're just being real with y'all. We yep. got nothing new in five minutes. But I do have a reminder. When Go this comes it. out, there's probably five days left for the probably. apparel launch. Yes. Five days left. And what apparel launch is that? Blackout Collection. Yeah, yeah. Blackout Collection. Get your asses on the website. <laughs> get to our Instagram bio. Click the link there or just go to the website and do it yourself directly from there. Get on there. Order a hoodie. Order a croft hoodie. Order a tank. Order a t-shirt. I don't care. Order all of them and get that gear because as soon as this closes, you will not be able to get this collection again. Probably ever. Because we're keeping these, I don't what do you want to call it? We're keeping these scarce. Yes. They're almost like collector's items. Yeah. Right? Love it. Uh, so yeah, no, no updates. So we're just going to hop right into the conversation today. And this is a conversation that we wanted to create as a follow-up to a previous episode. I didn't know we were doing this episode. Ash clearly didn't read the outline that I sent her. No, I thought we were doing <laughs> just keep talking. We have another one planned that we're recording after this. And that's Ash the one I knew about is backwards, but even better because this is going to be on the spot. It's going to be awesome. Oh, uh, so this is a follow up to episode number 73. <laughs> episode number 73 was titled what you don't know about our relationship. Uh, we pulled back the curtains. We let down our guard and we were just as transparent and vulnerable with y'all as possible. And following that episode, we received a ton of DMs and texts from folks just, you know, thanking us for opening up, saying how they can relate to some of the same struggles or, you know, in general, just supporting us, uh, which we absolutely love. We we love you guys so much for, for listening. But in retrospect, um, you know, it was great to open up and discuss those darker seasons and those struggles within our relationship. But at the same time, 
it was also kind of like a fucking downer of an episode <laughs> in yeah. some ways, you know, it was, it was really us just talking about the struggles and how we're trying to combat them. And in some ways I felt like we kind of painted a picture of ourselves of our entire life is ballistic. All we do is argue and try to navigate the business. And we've like, we've lost all uh, like friendship and companionship along the way. Yeah. I even, I didn't tell you this. I had a cousin that texted my sister and was like, they're still getting married. I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. So and I don't, she didn't, even, I doubt she even listened to the podcast. Right. Probably not. Yeah. But so well, that's like, the point, right? If <laughs> okay. someone is sending us that message, then let's paint a better picture this time or a more comprehensive one. So we wanted to pull back the curtain one more time here and talk about all the cool shit about our relationship. Mm hmm. So hopefully you guys will stick with us and it doesn't bore you to death. Uh, I think our life is pretty bland, but I think <laughs> a lot of you will find it interesting because maybe we're weird and we do shit that you would never do. Mm -hmm. uh, so I guess there's really no better place to start than the beginning. So mm -hmm. why don't we quickly, because I don't want to get into the whole origin story, but why don't we quickly recap how we met, initial impressions of each other, and when the friendship really started to form. Okay. So why don't you kick that off? So we met in grad school at Pitt. Um, initial. Well, go ahead. I was going to say we were both graduate assistants. Yes, graduate assistants. So we were working full time for Pitt and going to school. Uh, literally, our we shared the same office. Was it twelve to fourteen hour days? Yeah. Uh, initial impressions and interactions. I've shared this before, but y'all know that I just wasn't a big fan of D. Uh, and you just like, you didn't even think anything of me. It just was like, she's yeah. smiles a lot. I joke around and try to make you feel better and say like, I still thought you were cute back then, but I honestly can't remember. I think it's what you just said. I think I literally was just so consumed by myself that I didn't even acknowledge the fact that I had yeah. a beautiful chick <laughs> sitting across from me, desks oh facing one another. Um, but yeah, so that's like how our relationship or how our interaction and impressions initially were. And then I'd say we started our friendship <laughs> probably like December. -ish. Yeah, it was like Christmas time. I just remember, <laughs> and I don't know if I've ever shared this on here. Oh, God. I remember you didn't come to the master, like the grad student assistant Christmas party. And I printed your face out on picture on paper and we flushed you down the toilet. You knew this. We sent yeah, you a video. Yeah, I, I knew this happened, but you, <laughs> you've never shared that. I, I'm, I'm a bully. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was all good fun. It was only because you were the only one that didn't come. Um, Family. Mm -hmm. Family over, over GAs. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah. So I think that's like when our friendship started to form yeah. was when I flushed you down the toilet. <laughs> I think that was it. So from my perspective... And to give everybody an idea why Ashley hated me when she first met me, I was your stereotypical CrossFit douche. I would like come in bragging about my workout. I'd write like the workout on the board and write my time like anyone gave a shit. None of those people did CrossFit. They didn't give a <laughs> I shit. I can vividly remember you coming in and you swear you didn't do this, <laughs> but eating sweet potatoes, ground beef for breakfast. Oh, I probably did that. Yeah. Oh, and that, that wouldn't surprise me one bit. Well, the last time I said that, you're like, I never did that. I'm like, yes, you did. Yeah, well, that doesn't surprise me. I don't remember <laughs> it, but it doesn't surprise me. But anyway, so I was that guy. CrossFit was my whole life. I thought I was so cool. 
Uh, and yeah, so no wonder Ash hated me at that point when she first met me. And we were also dating two different, we were dating other people at the time. Long term, like we were living with other people. Yeah, we were, yeah, that's a good way to say it. We were living with other people. Yeah. I moved from the Caribbean <laughs> with a girl and moved in to a house in Pittsburgh. And Ashley had been dating a guy for like five years or something like that. So these were like, I would serious. say solid, serious relationships. Yeah. So we really didn't have that affinity like towards each other, even if we thought each other were cute. Yeah. Right. Or like, or we weren't even flirting at that point. So no. <laughs> anyway, that. And then when did, when would you say, because I don't think I've ever asked you this like up front, but I've definitely told you my answer. When did you know that we were in trouble? <laughs> Meaning like, when did you know that we started developing feelings for each other and that friendship that originally just started as like study buddies and like, hang out in our free time like with the group turned into oh shit I think I just want to hang out with just him alone at Shenley Oval <laughs> yeah that's a good question I knew that we loved flirting with each other around you loved the same flirting with me <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> around the same time that you like what you're gonna say so like around like March-ish yeah. um before we had like a lot of weekends where we were going to conferences together, uh, certifications together. Like I knew that we enjoyed spending time and flirting. I knew we had a lot of the same hobbies and like value, or I don't even know about values, same like hobbies and interests. We just were similar and we were, were two, I would call us good looking people. Yeah, I was going to say opinionated, but I guess. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Two good-looking people who were spending 14 hours a day together, like... Yeah. And that got along really well. Mm -hmm. Mine, I've told you this before, but just so everyone knows, and this is a funny story. I knew that I had feelings for Ash, for sure, because I came... I went to the bar. We all met up at the bar, all the GAs, and I believe it was Mario's Bar in Pittsburgh in the Shadyside location. I go up to the second floor, and they're all there at the bar. And immediately, it was either Taylor or Nicole. They come up to me, and they're like, Derek, Ashley's so embarrassed. She doesn't want to tell you something. And because we were getting ready to go to a certificate or to a me, conference. Me, you, and one other guy. Yeah. So us and Nate, we were about to go to this conference. And I remember they told me that. And I was like, oh, my God, maybe she's going to tell me that she doesn't want to go because she has feelings for me. And I got, like, all excited and giddy. And I got those butterflies <laughs> in my stomach. And then Ashley literally pulls me aside because I'm giving her the third degree of like, what's the deal? What's wrong? And she literally goes like whispers in my ear, like <laughs> in the hallway. She's like, I, I'm nervous to fart in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happened. Word for life. word. Real life. That was real. <laughs> so that was literally, that was it, guys. When she told me she didn't want to fart in front of me, that's when I knew. <laughs> That's when I knew she was the one. Not really, but I did know I liked her at that point. Oh, so uh, funny. But anyway, that was really, really early on. We didn't start dating, though, for another year, year and a half? Year and a half. Year and a half. <laughs> so that all happened. She told me she didn't want to fart in front of me. I fell in love. And then we didn't, <laughs> we didn't, date. <laughs> we didn't date for another year and a half. Oh, uh, and so that funny. whole time. But here's the great thing. That whole time even though it was like torture for us both because she was still dating somebody else. I had just broken up, I believe, with, with the girl I was living with. And you we broke up with went. her a long time ago. January. we started being friends when you broke up. I broke up with her, changed. I think, New Year's. <laughs> yeah, New Year's. So a while back. And so it was kind of torture for me, whereas she was just like, I'm in this relationship, I can't. And 
But what had to happen was, number one, I had to become really patient and I got a lot stronger mm-hmm. in my faith because I was praying every day like, God, I think this girl's a one, but like, if she is, you need to give me some leeway here, man. Like, you need to give me a sign. Like, I, because all my friends, of course, were telling me like, dude, oh yeah, you got to run the other way. Like, this chick's dragging you along. Like, she's stringing you along. She's keeping you on the hook, blah, blah, blah. But I couldn't, I couldn't let you go. So anyway, a year and a half goes by. We continue to spend 10 to 12 hours a day together every single day. We start going to the park literally to play frisbee Uh like we were freaking 12 year olds on a play date yeah we would go there for three or four hours and play frisbee and just hang out and chill and sit and talk and so that time we just like solidified our friendship i remember telling you a few times i was like look like i got my boys but like you're above the boys at this point. Like you're vividly you're my where number we one. Sitting. And I remember like thinking I was like betraying Jordan, like cheating yeah. on Jordan, my best friend. Yeah. But I was like, it's true though. This girl is like my best friend. Um, but then eventually, you finally broke up with your boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And I think we started dating. What? How soon after that? Uh. <laughs> It was soon. Immediately. <laughs> like, like, I mean, kind of immediately. It was pretty I much immediately. I wanted to admit that we went on our first date until a few months. But we were basically dating as soon as that relationship ended. Very close to it. And so we, and it's like the cliche story. Like, I think we both immediately knew. Mm-hmm. At least I did. And I think, you know, we probably said I love you like as within like three weeks. <laughs> and then... We moved in together within like what uh, a month? No, no. The we, you didn't move in. I can't remember the timeline. Until three like months. October. Okay, so three or four and months. It was the middle of summer, like June. Yeah, so July, August. Yeah, so three or four months. Mm-hmm. Move in together, and then within another and you didn't technically move in with me you just had a really bad roommate situation all right i didn't have a place to live so you took me (laughs) in you took me in yeah anyway we're we're glazing over some of the details but anyway then within another six to eight months we got engaged Mm -hmm. and in that time i also brought coda home and surprised you with him Mm -hmm. so from the time we started dating to where we're at now it happened really really fast Mm -hmm. um so that pretty much sums up like the beginning i didn't want to dive into too many details there Maybe, maybe we did. We're in gate. I think you proposed like a year and a half. I don't know. I, I pr- don't know. I proposed either. in March of twenty eighteen. I think we technically so started dating in twenty sixteen. Yeah, we're getting it all fudged up, but somewhere in that range, it okay. happened fast. That's all we need to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I told my mom I was buying a ring, and she like her and my dad didn't even blink. They were like, mm. "Well, duh." Like we knew this girl was the one from the time you brought her over here. Uh, So it just made sense. But anyway, what would you say now, fast forwarding years later, in terms of us as a couple, like what would you say our our day-to-day life looks like? You know, to give everybody an idea, because all we talked about were the problems before and the business, but like on a day-to-day, how's our relationship look? Like what's our day look like? Yeah. Uh, So basically you wake up, like four fifteen, four thirty. I wake up between four forty five, five fifteen. Um, excuse me. During when you when I'm still sleeping, you do your devotional. When I wake up, <laughs> it's 
so funny that you wrote this. I wrote this because I think it's something quirky that we do that no Every one would day. ever know. Yeah. We cuddle on the lazy boy for like two to three minutes. It's not even three minutes. So this is what happens, guys. <laughs> I finish my devotional. Like it's kind of scary how our routine in the morning is so dialed in because literally I finish my devotional or I'm writing one of my last sentences and you're coming out yeah. of the bedroom. And Ash doesn't say a word. I think we say like, hey, baby. She walks over and just like <laughs> without saying anything else, expects me to put everything else that might be on my lap off to the side. And she just sits on my lap in the Lazy Boy. We snuggle for like 30 to 90 seconds. And then it's like on with the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes Coda joins us depending on the day. Yeah. Sometimes we get all three of us on there. But <laughs> it's, so it's a small Lazy Boy. <laughs> so we do our, our two minute cuddle sesh on the Lazy Boy. Mm-hmm. You hit your devotional. Mm hmm. While you're doing your devotional, I start training. Yep. Uh, I usually train from like 5.30 to 6.45 or 7. And then we pretty much flip roles right after that. While yeah, I start work until like usually 9, 9.30. Yeah, after your devotional, you're saying. Yeah. Yep. And so then we then once you're done with that little bit of work, we flip-flop. You're training, I'm working. And then for the rest of the day after that, it's pretty much hammering ballistic ballistic Mm -hmm. this ballistic that and really the only break we take throughout the day is we'll do lunch we'll try to time lunch to be at the same time because we are complete nerds (laughs) and we've been binging survivor i think we've shared that on here we we definitely have but we've we're still doing it every time a season ends we're like well let's watch one more and so we'll literally eat and then whatever amount of time it takes us to eat that's the amount of time the tv is on playing an episode of survivor and then we shut it off. Yeah. And like maybe on occasion, if the episode's close to ending, we'll let it go 10 more minutes. But we keep it pretty controlled. It's not like we're taking a two-hour survivor break in the middle of the no. day. Uh, and then we pretty much shut it down at 7, would you say? Yeah. Shut it down at 7. And then again, it's like survivor and chill <laughs> for another hour, hour and a half maybe. Yeah. Um, and so I think <laughs> number one, mapping out that day, if you can't tell... We, I, I always call us situational extroverts. <laughs> like the end of our work day, number one is at seven instead of most people being at four or five. So we don't have a ton of free time. And the free time that we do have, I don't give two shits if we see a human being. Oh, like no. I just literally want to be on the couch with you and we don't even need to talk. Like I just yeah. want to be with you, like quality time watching te- something we're both enjoying watching and talking about that and completely getting our minds away from the business and <laughs> debating who's next to go. On yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking strategy. <laughs> and that's it. Like I don't need to go see friends. I don't need to play video games. I don't even own a video game system anymore. Like we don't need a lot of that stuff. We're just super content with doing those things and I think for anybody listening, that's really important. Like find what you and your spouse or significant other like to do. And who gives a shit what anybody else thinks? Mm-hmm. You don't need to impress anybody. No one even cares what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> like Literally, no one cares what you do mm-hmm. except for you. So if you and your spouse like to chill and watch Netflix and like hang out on the couch at the end of the day, do that. If you're somebody who has to be surrounded by people and you need to go to like a intramural sports league or you want to go out to eat or go to a bar if it's like on a friday or saturday 
you do you but mm-hmm. that you will never catch us doing that shit <laughs> no never. very rarely i mean it's <laughs> this this sounds bad it's literally a chore for us we have to force ourselves to go to small group on tuesday nights yeah. like we, enjoy, we enjoy hanging out with them we enjoy our small group we lo- we love the people that are there and we have a good time there but literally it's like okay it's tuesday we have to go to small group tonight. We can do it. Yeah. You just, <laughs> we have to prepare ourselves. We have to mentally prepare. Um, so that's really like what the day-to-day looks like. So then I figured, because Ash, I don't think you've read through this whole outline, so it's kind of surprising you as we go along. I figured from there, you kind of, you guys just heard what the day-to-day looks like. Now, in terms of our life, our life looks a lot like the core values of the business, meaning there's certain pillars in our life of faith, family, fitness, friendship. There's a reason that those pillars match the pillars of ballistic because ballistic is us. Ballistic is a representation of who we are as not only a couple, but like who, what our business is and like what our brand is. And so those line up with our lifestyle, faith, family, fitness, friendship. Yeah. Now, those aren't the tenets or the pillars of our relationship, right? I think those are more of like the umbrella that like spans over our whole life. But in our relationship, there's pillars there that I think we can elaborate on a little bit that I think describe our dynamic really well and then also can open up uh, some, or I don't want to say open up, but we can dive down some rabbit holes and explain more of the things that we like to do as a couple and that we find joy in and fulfillment in. Yeah. Cool. I love it. Um, So I think number one for us is, is faith. I think we talk about it enough within just enough within Instagram and the podcast and the blog to like, if you've been following us for a while, for you to know that we are strong in our faith. Mm-hmm. Like we're by no means like the perfect Christ followers, but we do have faith. We are active in our devotional and our prayer. Like I said, we have a small group that we go to every other week. And so that is a big part of our lives. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we do stream, we've been streaming it lately, but we'll stream church on Sundays. Uh, before all this COVIDness, we would go to uh, church on Sunday, especially in Pittsburgh when we found Amplify. I was going to say, our problem is we just can't find a church that we like. Can't find one that we love. Pittsburgh. It's tough. Yeah. Amplify in Pittsburgh. If you're listening and you need a church home, check out Amplify. They're going to change your life. Yeah. Um, but that's a big one. And when we first met, we were talking, you had kind of hinted at this, like, oh, we didn't necessarily have the same values. Like later on, I think we did realize we do have a lot of the same, but faith was a big one that I think you really started to expand upon when we got together. Oh, yeah. And so that opened your eyes to that that side of things in that world. And now that's a huge part of our relationship because we know that we can turn to God for stressors and burdens that we're carrying. And we don't always have to put that pressure on each other mm-hmm. or on ourselves. Um, and so that's, that's huge. And along with that, I think, st- and this might stem from that is trust. Mm-hmm. Trust is another big one. I don't think, at least not in my, from my side of things, I've never questioned if I can trust you or not. No, I know. I was thinking about that the other day and I don't know if it was just because like we were young, like, but past relationships, there was always a time when I just was like, eh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you're telling me the truth. And that's never been the case with us ever. Yeah, never. And we're not like, we're not open with everything. Like we are open books. So we know pretty much everything that's going on in each other's lives, but it's not like, I'm like, here you go, babe. Like 
this is your 30 minutes to scroll through my phone and figure out like oh, if yeah, I'm no. if I'm doing anything I shouldn't be or anything like that. We just have 100% trust in one another. Yeah. And I think a lot of that does come from the from our faith, but also from the friendship that we established before we ever started dating to where I don't feel the need to ever have to potentially try to hide something from you because you've seen me at my worst already. <laughs> like you yeah. you saw me before I was a potential partner. And so you saw exactly who I was and, and vice versa. I saw exactly who you were. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a huge one. Uh, but we, we've hinted at this already. The other big one, the other big tenant for our relationship is our friendship. Mm-hmm. Like we actually like each other. <laughs> we, like, we actually enjoy spending time together. We enjoy each other's company. We're truly each other's best friend. Mm-hmm. And as sad as it is, for a lot of people out there, that is not the case. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's wrong or that you should do it our way, but there are huge benefits to actually being friends with your spouse or your mm-hmm. significant other. And it makes the relationship so, so strong. So friendship is a huge one for us. Huge. Uh, now, another big one, and this goes along with the friendship, is like activity and adventure. Right? We like to play together. Yeah. So not only do we like to spend time with each other, we like each other as human beings. We like to play hard together. So we're going to travel together. We're going to, like we went skydiving last summer together. We're, we're going to do these things and, and engage in these experiences that are going to create amazing memories that we can hold on to. And we're going to live an active lifestyle together because that's something we both enjoy. Yeah. You know? I like what you said about playing hard together. And I always think about that episode or the podcast episode with Kelly Starrett that you told me about how they were like, why would I pick up an activity if this, if your significant other isn't going to be into it as well? Yeah. Like for guys that go, this is like for guys that go golfing, it's like, why, like, why would you pick up golfing right now when you know I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And we're not saying like, that's a really good point. And we're not also saying that you can't have hobbies that you and the boys or you and the girls do. But in general, that's the first thought that goes through our heads, right? Mm -hmm. When we're thinking about picking up a new sport or doing a new activity, I don't immediately just think of something that I want to do. I'm thinking of, okay, what can I do with Ash? And that's just, that's immediately where my brain goes Mm -hmm. to. And again, there's not anything necessarily wrong with thinking, oh, this is what I want to do. Let me see if the boys are interested in it or something like that. Because I do like to hunt. I haven't done it in a while. But that's not necessarily something that you would enjoy doing because there is a lot of sitting around and waiting and you're not good at that. But for the majority of our hobbies, we can engage in them together. Yeah. And then it's okay and and probably necessary to have a few others that you can do on your own, right? Because we don't want, we're not, we're not promoting like codependence or something like that. We're just promoting like spending time doing things you enjoy with your significant other. Absolutely. And then I think that again, this is like basic knowledge, right? You've got to have romance and intimacy within your relationship. Uh, no matter, you know, what other tenants are involved, that has to be there. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be attracted to each other. <laughs> I don't know how you're together if you're not, right? Like yeah. I don't, or maybe there was a disconnect along the line somewhere, but you've got to be attracted to one another. You've got to want to have that romantic time together, that intimacy together and explore that, that realm of things. And also invest time in making sure that that area of your life is like full, is rich, right? You can't just let those things die off. Or it is going to affect your relationship in some way. So you've got to have that. You've got to make an active effort 
to have that romance and that intimacy. And I would say we, we don't always do a great job of that, but overall, I think we do a pretty good job of making sure that we do find that time together and do you know nice things for each other or surprise each other in some way or just give like words of affirmation and all of that yeah um another another big one this is mainly on your side definitely on my side a little bit but you've overtaken me by far (laughs) it would just be like having that internal drive and that love for competition (laughs) now the drive i'm saying is like for us with the business right like we want to be successful more than anything else in the world and like we also just want to be the best at everything we're doing Mm -hmm. and then the competition standpoint when we first started dating I was super competitive still in CrossFit. Like I still had that bug and you had caught it right away. And so that was a big tenant there in the early years. And then now I think we've both fallen out of it, but you still like get the itch every once in a while. Yeah. (laughs) I think I'm just, I don't, I don't think I can do something without having that itch. (laughs) Yeah. I, I get it sometimes, but it's definitely gotten a lot less over the years. Yeah. I, I genuinely do not think it'll ever go away. And I think it's just how I was raised. Yeah. I never did anything without competing. Yeah. You're just programmed that way. Yeah. Like, I'm already like, ooh, okay, after I have kids, like, masters, like, it's all, it's good. It's always there. That's the first I've heard of that, folks. Here no, we go. I've heard that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's there. And then, obviously, the last two, which are, have to be tenants of our life with the with what we're building here Not is. have to, but they should We be. want them to. They should yeah. be, is fitness and business, right? Mm-hmm. We're. We're super passionate about fitness and nutrition, and we've decided to embark on this journey of building this brand together. And so that's another big tenet of our life that we have to work to balance with everything else that's going on there. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of, that's what outlines our relationship. Again, faith, trust, friendship, activity or adventure, which is just another way of saying like play hard, uh, romance and intimacy, drive and competition, fitness and business. Mm -hmm. Do you think I missed anything there? I don't think so. Sweet. Uh, now, this is something that I wanted to get into at the end. I wanted to save the lighter-hearted stuff for the end uh, because I thought if we led with this, all the funny <laughs> shits in the beginning, and then we don't have anything to close with. Uh, but we shared how we met. We shared our day-to-day. We shared the pillars of our life and our relationship and really what, like, the pretty much like the uh, the skeleton uh, of us. So now let's, like, bring it bring it up a few notches in terms of the energy and the fun I want you to describe for the everybody listening stupid shit that I do in private that I would never do in public. I'm giving you the chance to literally say whatever you want. Pick your toenails. <laughs> That's a pet peeve. That's a pet peeve. Just stupid shit that I you would never see me do like in public in front of friends and family, but that maybe I do with you. Well, that's the thing. I don't, we're pretty open books. Like, yeah. Do I wish that you didn't sing in front of people? Yeah. But like you do. I don't really sing in front of people. I feel like you would in front of your family. No. And your friends. I don't sing in front of anyone except for you. Really? Yes. Cause uh, you're, oh, I'm so lucky. Yeah. You're <laughs> exactly. So, okay. So one for you is definitely singing horribly by the way and not giving two shits about it just like crushing it in the car <laughs> yeah. okay well maybe we'll go back and forth and you'll stumble upon some more okay so i think one thing that you do that i don't think you would do 
in public oh man this is harder on my end because you're very i feel like you're very open i'm not quite I know, as I feel open. like you are too no i think there's a you few things you used to be i know i'll say this i know for me like i would never talk the way i talk to coda <laughs> in front of other people <laughs> oh i would poppy <laughs> <laughs> boo boo <laughs> yeah i do that shit too and i would never do that in front of like the boys you're right i would never do that oh, you should another have. thing i would never maybe i should just say my own yeah. i would never dance and do the stupid shit i do with you <laughs> like before we work out or after we do something cool you do these things because i do them yeah because it's something funny we can do together (laughs) but i would never do that in public i feel like the business has made it almost hard for me to think of those things because i video you them and i share them to the world one you wouldn't share them i i do (laughs) right but you don't share them enough that it's like Oh, he's really fucking weird. He does no, that every day. No people know with your dancing. Yeah, I mean, I am weird when I'm <laughs> with you. You make me weird. I was trying to, as we're saying that, I'm trying to think of something for you. I don't know. You do a lot of weird stuff like <laughs> I've seen in front of your openly. family. Yeah, I mean, really openly. If you ever spend time with Ash and her family, it's questionable about what is happening and the, and the behaviors there. <laughs> but um, yeah, I can't. I can't think of one for you. I can't either. I'm a pretty open book. Yeah, man. I thought this was going to be more back and forth, but it's really just me. I guess I just need to be more open. I don't know. I don't think so. Well, this one I've got plenty for you. So this should be a good one. Okay. So that's some stuff we would never do in public. That is probably funny. How about pet peeves for each other? Picking your toenails. Yeah, Ash hates when I pick my toenails. (laughs) Hates it. Y'all, literally, we have like eight... Nail clippers. Oh, it's so gross. Here's the thing. I don't understand the difference between if I pick it off or if I clip it off. There's literally no difference. I think it's because my nails, like I've already talked to you about this. Like I don't like getting my nails filed. Like my nails, if I tried to like pick mine off like yours do, like I think I would pull my entire nail off. Right. So it gets me grossed out. Yeah. But other than that, it's the it's exact a, same thing. It's an day. annoying sound. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My first one for you, you know what I'm going to say. The cabinet. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> God. So Ashley has this affinity you that when she's me, in Ashley. the kitchen, I know this is serious, <laughs> that when she's in the kitchen, any cabinet she opens never gets closed. <laughs> but then when I leave the kitchen, I close them. I don't know. Not always. <laughs> not always. And this doesn't just apply to the kitchen. It can be any cabinet in the house. Yeah. The cabinets under the sink in the bathroom. Yeah. Could be, it could be closet doors. If Ashley opens up a vessel that blocks an opening, she does not shut it. It drives me up the wall. Like, literally, if you left your house... You would never just leave the door hanging I open. I would, though. Because that's not how it works. That's what we did growing up. I don't care. In the kitchen, <laughs> you shut the damn cabinet. That's my biggest one. Okay, what's another one for you? Mm, I honestly don't know. Oh, sweet. I only have one. Look at that. We that really are really in a good one. place. It really gets me. Uh, there has to be something else. Well, while you're thinking, number two is you take a bite of everything that I eat. (laughs) 
Okay, my pet peeve is you're a poor share. <laughs> I was just gonna say, so worst share. I think Y'all, my bites are literally like the size of my nail. Okay, here's the thing. You know, like on Friends, when Joey says he's like, Joey doesn't share food. <laughs> I don't share food either. I don't like it. If you want what I have, <laughs> get your own. So before this podcast, I took. Again, the smallest. It's enough to taste it of his protein bar. I don't want an entire protein bar. But here's my thing. I just wanted to taste. Why do you want to taste it? You know what it tastes like. It's yummy. But you know it already. Yeah, but it's yummy. I think every guy can relate because I think this is a thing that women just do. If guys get something, you have to try a bite. My mother is the same way. I know, but I think guys also want to bite and... no people to share with one the another. only thing guys want a bite of that girls get is if they accidentally forget to order french fries with their burger they're gonna want to fry off of your plate <laughs> that is the only time that We're i'm gonna, gonna have to do bite. a pull on or Instagram if you don't again. finish your food i will finish it because i don't want it to go to waste i finish my food i know you don't do that a lot <laughs> that's one downfall of us being together <laughs> i used to get that all the time with other people nope not yeah. anymore nope i eat all of it eats it all did you think of another one or should we move on yeah, that you're a poor share. Okay, <laughs> that was number two. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. I did I ever tell you this when we first started dating? I can't. It was something to do with like toothbrushes or toothpaste. I called Braden, one of my friends, and I was like, Braden, and we were talking because he had just moved in with his uh, now fiance, and we started talking about like pet peeves that the other one is doing, like the significant other. And he was like, oh, my God, dude, she does the same thing. I can't even remember what it was. It had something to do with toothpaste. Probably that I won't buy a new one until literally I get the last drop. I think that's what I said. I think I think his response was, dude, Lauren's just as bad. She doesn't put the cap on it. Like, that's <laughs> that was his response. But, yeah, you do like to literally just. I'm very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I do not spend money unless I need to. That's called frugal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, okay, moving on Uh, to close things out. I thought this would be like a good way to wrap it all up and to summarize everything we just talked about there. Ash, I'm going to have you go first. How would you describe our relationship from your viewpoint so that everybody listening at home has a true idea of who we are and the authenticity that we bring like in the brand? Yeah, I think, I mean, I feel like it's pretty simple how I like view our relationship is we're best friends. We love to do everything together. We share everything with one another and we just love doing life together. Like it. That was solid. That's like the most concise delivery. I think you've had in a while (laughs) on here. That was good. Like ever. Yeah, probably ever. (laughs) Rude. Um, Well, so disclaimer, right before we started the episode, I said, Ash, Scroll to the end of the outline. I'm going to ask you a hard question. I didn't think about it. I swear. That's good. But anyway, I did that because if I would have asked her that question on the spot, this is exactly what would have happened. I would have murdered him after this. We would have signed off. I would have been like, guys, have a great week. She'd do her whole bye, y'all. And then we would would cut it. And then as soon as I took my headphones off, I'd look over. She'd have a stern look and she'd be like, why did you do that? You know I don't like to be put on the spot. So we had to give a little warning there. But... Anyway, okay, so... How would you describe our relationship? Yeah, I can't beat mine. 
<laughs> big surprise with the competition there. Uh, so I would describe our relationship as a true like friendship. I would describe it as friendship, companionship, and accountability. Yeah. Because I think that we have a really good balance of, like we mentioned, playing together, enjoying time together, like loving each other. And like that romance and intimacy and everything that's associated with that. But I also think we do a pretty good job of challenging each other to be better versions of ourselves because we are very different in some ways, especially with like the delivery of, of messaging and the, the way we view like client coach relationships and a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. You're very, very, you're like the empathetic handholder and supporter and cheerleader and i'm very much like the uh, what do i want to call it we're complete opposites yeah we're the opposite i am the basically here's your here's what i need you to do you need to do this i expect you to do this in order to be successful in our pursuit together Mm -hmm. and then i'll hold you accountable that way but you're much softer in your your delivery and your approach than I am. Like you said, we're basically polar opposites. Mm-hmm. So I think we do a good job of, of challenging each other with that. So that's why I put that challenge in there or yeah. holding each other accountable, I would say. I really like that. And just accountable to our personal goals. Like with fitness, and we'll be like, oh, what'd you hit today? Like, no, 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 no. I, no. I literally walked into that. I was like, Derek, did you know that I lifted the same weight as you on the split squats today? Okay, so first of all, I never ask Ashley what she did. She gets pissed off. She thinks <laughs> I don't care. Like, I don't want to be competitive with her. Yeah, he doesn't. That's not the case. Yes, it I is. I literally just can't beat her right now, so I don't want to. <laughs> Number two, when she comes in and says, like she did today, D, you know we did the same weight on the split squats? It's like, no fucking shit. Have you seen your quads? Like, if I had quads as big as yours, maybe we could. My goal is literally just to get your quads so that my jeans fit better. That's it. Oh, you're mean. <laughs> uh, but anyway, guys, that pretty much wraps it up. Hopefully, that gives you some insight into the fact that we have a fantastic relationship. Like, yes, there's stuff where we work on and struggle with. But overall, we love each other. We love spending time with each other. We're truly each other's best friends. And we're pushing each other forward and making each other better every single day. So, yes, we are getting married to anyone who questioned that after episode 73. (laughs) Life is good. And we're continuing to be strong in our faith. Pray that God will lead us in the right direction. So it can't get any better than that. Absolutely. All right, guys. We appreciate you tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed that. You laughed a little bit. Hopefully you maybe like texted your significant other and said, I knew that you did that shit or like I knew (laughs) I wasn't the only one Uh, but hopefully you enjoyed it until next time we hope you have a fantastic week bye y'all hey guys thank you so much for listening to the podcast whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're here with us each and every week we cannot thank you enough we just want to take a moment to show y'all our appreciation and give thanks and give love because we couldn't do this without you guys not just the podcast but all of our platforms is because of your love and support that we're able to keep going day in and day out so thank you if you enjoy the information that you hear please head over to apple leave us a five-star review leave a comment in there as well that's how we reach more people and change more lives through this podcast And if you know of someone who could benefit from the information that we're putting out each and every week, 
please do not hesitate to send them our way. They can take in the free content across all of our different platforms, and we're more than happy to hop on a call and point them in the right direction as it relates to moving the needle with their personal journey. And that's what it's all about, guys, reaching people and changing lives. So please, please, please do not hesitate to like, tag, and share this episode with all of your family and friends. Other than that, be sure to follow us across all those platforms, right? Hit that like button, the subscribe button, the follow button, all those damn buttons, and make sure you're staying tuned in and locked in to the value that we are bringing you week in and week out. And lastly, guys, the Blackout Collection is live. It is only available for a limited time, so be sure to visit the store. The link is in our Instagram bio, or you can go directly through the website and lock in that gear before it goes away for good. All right, guys, until next time, have a fantastic week.